and welcome to the Flourishing Church Podcast. I'm your host, Joy Jones, and we are so excited that you've decided to tune in today. We have an awesome podcast episode in store. We encourage you to share this and invite your family members and friends to tune in. If you are listening for the first time, welcome. We would love to connect with you. You can connect with us on our social media or email us at info at flourishing.church. For Easter Sunday, Pastor Israel Campbell got Flourishing Church's first in-person sermon with an inspiring message for us all. So let's get to it. Come on. Can we give it up for the worship team? How good did it sound? And I also heard that we didn't get any sound complaints from the neighbors. We brought them gifts before the service, so that helps. Come on, one more time, give it up for the worship team. Amazing, amazing job. You know, uh, this week, uh, this morning for me was like the story 2,000 years ago because yesterday we set up all the backdrops, we set up the stages, we set up everything, um, and we knew to set up the chairs this morning to get everything ready. There was no way we could do it both. So last night we left out the tents, we left out the stages, we left out these things, and Rachel was freaking out. My wife was like, "Some, it's it's Hermosa Beach. Come on, if they're stealing catalytic converters, they are gonna steal all this stuff." And so all night it was like uh, I, it was like. Like the Easter story because I was so worried about had they not stolen the body but did they steal the stages and and then when we got here because it was windy and as you can see we 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 taped things down we did it but the wind was up then I was like was it blown away like was the was the grave rolled away was the stage rolled away and when I got here it was not as good as Easter 2,000 years ago but when we got here this morning and everything was still here. I was like, yeah, come on. And so I'm just so thankful for the team, everybody that put everything together. But this morning, it's going to be easy for you to remember my sermon title because we printed it up. It's called Thou Shalt Flourish. Come on, say that with me. Say it. Oh, it's been a year because some of you didn't even say anything or you used your church mask voice. Come on. It's got to be a little bit louder. One more time. Come on. The title of the sermon today is what? Now I want you to go old school and point to your neighbor. Like you remember that because when I went to church, I went to the church of no. Like our church, it was just everything that you couldn't do. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not have a, a, a tattoo. Thou shalt not have long hair. Thou shalt not listen to. You mean, do, did anybody go to that church when you were a kid? Half of you. Half of you know what I'm talking about. And, and so I want you to kind of, but look at the person with your finger and point to them. But say it like old school. Like thou shalt. Like you have some attitude. Come on, point to him and say, Thou shalt flourish. Now, to your second favorite neighbor, come on, say it to your other neighbor. Say, Thou shalt flourish. I love it. The Bible says this Psalms chapter 92, verse 12 The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, he will grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Do you see? Our signs have a palm tree on everything that we have is because of this verse. Because the Bible says that the righteous shall flourish. 
and we were raised in church, most of us, with all the shall nots. But this morning, I want to talk about some of the shalls, the things that we should be doing. And how many of you believe after 2020 and 2021, come on, you're wanting to have a season of thou shall flourish. Anybody want to flourish? Two people, come on. Anybody want to flourish? And flourish means explosive growth. And it's not necessarily because the circumstances were good. Actually, explosive growth despite everything that we've been around. And I love what John chapter 10, verse 10 says. Jesus says this about him. Jesus says this about Easter Sunday. Jesus says this about the Easter message. Is he says the thief, the enemy, comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But this is what Jesus says. I've come to give life and to give it more abundant. Jesus' Easter message to you and I is that, come on, there is an enemy that will try to knock you out. There is an enemy that will try to kill, steal, and destroy. But I am the opposite of that. And I don't want you to just have life. I want you to have an abundant life. I want you to thrive. I want you to flourish. I want you to have success. I want you to have joy. I want you to have hope. I want you to have grace. I want you to have peace. And I I don't know about you this morning, but come on. I'm so excited that Jesus says to you and I, thou shalt flourish. So one more time, can you say it? I love it. Not only that, we have t-shirts that say it after the service. What a good plug-in right there. But it's also something that we have to remind ourselves because it's so easy in the teeter-tottering of life and the, at, and the things that we face to just kind of quit and give up. And I, I love that the Bible says uh, in, um, in, I love that where he says in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to witness before you today that I have set before you life or death. I have set blessing or curse. Oh, that you would choose life and that you and your children might live. It's this scripture verse of, yes, we, uh, we just fail, we just give up, or we quit, or we flourish despite of. We live in blessing. We live in hope. We live in God's grace. And the Bible says that there's this teeter-totter of our choice. What are we going to do? And this year, all you've heard is negative. Just the other day, as they were celebrating the, the, the wins that we're having in Los Angeles County, there was still hesitation because there could be another way. There, there could be something else that's worse. There could be, and it's all we've heard the whole entire year. Do you remember when we said last year, hey, we just won't have services for two weeks? Does anybody remember that? Oh, yeah. And then it, three weeks <laughs> turned into three months, turned into five months, turned into a complete year. But the Bible says that you and I have a choice that we can say, choose life or choose death. And come on, I believe that there is a word for you this morning that as you leave on this Easter Sunday, as the sun is shining and it's hotter than you thought it was going to be, you are going to leave not only with some sweat, come on, but you are going to leave with some hope that come on, the Bible says that thou shalt flourish. Man, it's been a while, but that would have been a good time to say amen. 
would have been a good time to say, preach it, white boy. Come on, it would have been a good time to say something. But I, I, I went on a retreat just a few months ago. And it was a pastor friend of mine who was given 600 acres in Jacksonville, Florida. And it was a place to fish. You could hunt. Those of you who know me, that means all the animals were safe because I have never been able to actually hit an animal. Uh, I've tried, but I've just always missed. Uh, uh, and so I went to this retreat, and it was a wholeness retreat. And they did something one of the nights. And, and, and Rachel knows, I don't like like, I like wholeness, but I don't like, like, uh, oh, what's the right word, Rich? I don't like, it, it just, I don't like to just be vulnerable to people I don't know. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And like the first night of the retreat, they were like getting into, how are you doing? And certain guys would just be like, oh, and they were crying and, and letting out their heart. And I'm just, I'm just not that guy. And so like, they're asking, how are you, Israel? And I'm like, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? I'm good and like masculine, urgh, urgh, urgh. you know, if you growl a few times and scratch yourself, come on, it's good. And, uh, and I just said, I I'm good. But the second night, uh, everybody else was kind of already getting into it. The second night, they gave us this test. And on this test, I'll read you some of the questions that they asked, but they asked, um, uh, have you had any injuries? Have you ha been sick? Um, has there been any change to your work? Um, how's your home and family? Have there been pregnancies? No. Have there been uh, uh, different changes, arguments with your spouse? Well, maybe. Uh, have there been personal, social, financial? They list all these things and you got points for everything that you would say, yes, I've been through for the last year. And so then the person that did the session at the end, they said, if you have over 150 points, you have had dramatic uh, trauma in your life. And you're probably physically not even doing well because if you've scored over 150, you've had massive trauma. And so I added up my score. And I'm like, what if you have 425? <laughs> Like, like, it was above and beyond, and I started to think about that, and I live a pretty good life. I live a pretty self, uh, uh, not selfish, I live a pretty sheltered life. Here we are, pastoring and living in Hermosa Beach. Come on, how many of you say, we're doing pretty good. Right? Look at the church, we're still beating. But I realized that sometimes the trauma, sometimes the drama, come on, sometimes your mama, I'll keep rhyming. Come on, your llama. <laughs> Come on, we don't even realize what we've been through until we stop for a second and begin to evaluate. Wow, 2020 was difficult. 2020, we were isolated. 2021, we've gone through political turmoil. We've gone through racial reconciliation. We've gone through all these different things, financial, all these things. And you've been with your kids and you're like, can you please go to school? You've never spent more time with your spouse. You're single, you wanna mingle, but you can't. Come on, it's all messed up these last year. And we don't even realize what we have been through but I want to encourage you today that we're gonna leave this place with a God word that says thou shalt flourish come on would you say it one more time one two three thou shalt flourish. I just got a couple scripture verses 
and then we'll close. Is that all right? Who give me, I haven't done this joke for over a year. Who will give me five minutes? Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, yes. I love new people. They don't know my jokes or it's been a year and I get to use them again. This is so good. I love it. But I, I just wrote a few scripture verses on where God wants us to flourish. The first thing that I want to tell you is that God wants you to flourish in your soul. That's your emotions. That's the trauma and the drama that maybe you've experienced. First John chapter 3, verse 24 says, For all who obey his commands find their lives joined in union with him, and he lives and he flourishes in them. We know and have proof that he constantly lives and flourishes in us by the spirit that he has given us. God wants us to also flourish in our mind. Come on, just put your hand over your mind for a second. Come on, just put your hand over your mind. Say this with me. Say, Father God, I believe you want my mind to flourish. My stress, my anxiety, my fear, my confusion, gone in the name of Jesus. I have, by faith, the mind of Christ. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28 says this, hey, trust in money, trust in other things, and you'll go down. But if you trust in God, you will flourish as a tree. Come on, he wants us to have a mind that trusts him. And as we have the mind of Christ, we'll begin to flourish. There will be no anxiety, no fear, no stress. We'll begin to have faith in difficult situations. I love uh, that, that we'll flourish in our family and our relationships. How many of you want your family to flourish? Amen. How many of you want your relationships to flourish? Amen. You know, this year, Rachel and I, uh, you know, we've been married 23 years. 23 Whoa. years? Come on, we got married when we were nine. That's all right. In Utah, come on. Uh, uh, we, we've been married 23 years, and last year, as much as God's grace was with us, also last year was difficult on our marriage. Last year was difficult on just communication and learning, and we just, we just made a commitment. You know what? We're going to get better through this, not worse through this. Yeah, yeah. And so God wants us to flourish in our relationships with our family. You know what? Sometimes our, our family relationships, they're estranged. They're away. They're, they're messed up. And you know what? God wants to bring healing to you and your father. God wants to bring healing to you and your sister. God wants you as a couple to be closer and to get through this on the other side. And you would be like that palm tree. You would bend this year. You have bent, but you will not break in the name of Jesus. God will have you flourish. And the Bible says this. It says that he will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great. May the Lord cause you to flourish and both you and your children. It's not just about you that's here today. Come on, everyone around your sphere, God wants to declare, thou shalt flourish. Come on, can you say it one more time? I said, can you say it one more time? But I'm going to probably have you repeat it like 17 more times. So just get used to it right now. I, I, I've just got a couple more and we'll wrap up. I, I wrote this, thou shalt flourish in purpose. Genesis chapter 9, verse 7. 
God is commanding us. He's commanding uh, 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 Noah. He's commanding Adam and Eve. He's commanding mankind. He says this, but as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Flourish in the land and multiply in it. I love this. Thou shalt flourish in your love for others. Come on, point to your neighbor to your left and right. Come on, just point. They're pointing to you. You're pointing to them. Come on, say, I need you. Come on and tell them you need me. Come on, tell them you definitely need me. Come on. You know, as Christians, the Bible says that they will know us by our love for one another. And I'm, I'm disappointed in 2020 and 2021. Because if you scroll through social media, sometimes Christians are the snottiest. Can I, can I be real? Is it true? Can be the snottiest? Can be the rudest? Can be the most self-righteous? And you just kind of like, and, and those, are, those are the people we go to church with. <laughs> oh, it's quiet in here. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Just, just look forward and just kind of nod your head if you know what I'm talking about. But, but really, our love for others should flourish. And all the different issues that we've been having in the United States with the hate that people have for others. Do you know what I'm pretty proud about looking around right now this morning? is look around. This is what heaven's going to look like. We've got all kinds of different backgrounds here, all kinds of different ethnicities. Come on. We have Asian Americans. We've got African Americans. We've got Caucasians. We've got Hispanics. We've got people with hair. We've got people with nair. Come on. We've got all kinds of people that are here. You know what? There's Republicans and there's Democrats. There's Clipper fans, not a lot, and there's a lot of Laker fans in here. Come on. There are Dodger fans and there are Angel fans. There are people with education. There's those like us with just education. Come on. There's all kinds of us, but we're all here today because there was a love that was shed 2,000 years ago by Jesus. And because we have Jesus as our Lord and Savior, come on, then we've got love for those around. Come on, point to your neighbor and say, I got love for you. Come on, point to your other neighbor and say, I got love for you. Amen. The Bible says this. This is Paul saying, so this is my prayer, that your love will flourish and that you will not only love much, but well. Bountiful and fruits from the soul, making Jesus Christ attractive to all, getting everyone involved in the glory and the praise of God. And I want to make Jesus Christ attractive to all. And I apologize for times that I have done something about me versus and making Jesus look bad. Come on, what could we do flourishing church in this city, in this region, if we begin to share and have the love? Not only have love for all, but do love well. Come on, we can make Jesus attractive. Come on, we can make Jesus attractive. Last verse, is this all right? Last verse, you good? You got sunglasses? You could go all day. Come on. I mean, what church? You went to church and you got a tan. This is the will of God. Last verse. Worship team is coming up. Listen to this. Last verse. I want to talk about thou shalt flourish in your relationship with Christ. Acts chapter 6, verse 7 says this. So the preaching about God 
flourished and a number of the disciples in Jerusalem multiplied greatly and a large group of priests became obedient to the faith. Uh, scripture for early church, what happened was because of their love and because of the transformation, it caused a great revival of people saying, Jesus, I want you in my life. And the Bible actually used the word that they began to flourish. Come on, say it again with me. Some of you are slow on that. You are following me. Come on. One more time. Jesus said this in this scripture verse that there were two different types of people. There were people that had never heard of Jesus and they were coming into relationship with him. And then there were religious people who knew all the right words and knew all the right things to say but didn't really have a relationship with Jesus. And the Bible says that even the priests, even those that had been raised in church, even those that had sung all the songs and done all the things, the Bible says that they began to change and have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's why we're gathered here today. We could have just um, simply done online, but we said, you know what? Oh, Jesus, we pray that you would flourish in people's lives that the relationship with you wouldn't just be a bunch of rules and regulations but jesus that they would have a relationship with you and that is our prayer for you and i this morning that our relationship with christ would flourish anybody like to get closer to god in 2021 come on anybody want to get closer anybody say you know what yeah, I, I've been burned by Christians, I've been burned by people, but Jesus has never hurt me. He's only helped me, and I want my relationship with Christ to flourish. Anybody want your relationship with Christ to flourish? Would you do something with me? Would you just lift up those hands towards heaven with me? Everybody, just lift up those hands towards heaven, and would you repeat this prayer after me? Say, Jesus, I'm thankful that your word says the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and father god this morning i pray my relationship with your son jesus would flourish it would grow it would thrive it would increase jesus thank you that two thousand years ago you died on the cross. You died for my sins. And today, the third day, we celebrate because you rose again so that I could have life and I could have it more abundant. From today on, Jesus, I declare you're my Lord, you're my Savior, and I shall flourish in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Come on, if you mean it. Come on, if you mean it this morning. Would you do me a favor? Would you just close your eyes right where you're at? Just bow your head. You just repeated that prayer. Maybe you said that prayer for the very first time. For the very first time. You said, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Savior. Maybe you've accepted Jesus Christ as, as your Lord and Savior, but just like Rachel and I, 
life got you to go a different direction and today when you said that prayer you were rededicating you were recommitting you were saying you know what i've been away from you jesus too long and today i declare by faith that you are my lord and my savior i'm rededicating recommitting my life come on i want to pray with you and for you after you just said that prayer and so with every head bowed all eyes closed i'm simply going to count the three and at the end of three i'm going to ask you to do something brave and bold if you said that prayer for the very first time or this morning you say i said that and i'm rededicating i'm recommitting my life at the count of three i just want you to lift up your hand high enough and long enough so that i can see who i'm praying with and who i'm praying for so that we can say you know what i i am not ashamed of the decision that I made today. Come on, I'm counting to three. Come on, saints, would you be praying? Come on, I believe today is a day of transformation. Come on, one, come on, two, come on, three. If that's you, would you just lift up that hand high in the air? Yep, I see that hand. Yep, I see that hand. Yeah, I see that hand. Yes, sir, I see that hand. Yes, sir, I see that hand. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Come on. Yeah. In the very back, I see it. Yes, ma'am. I see it. The couple. I see it. Come on. Yeah. Yes, sir. Very, very back. Yes, sir. Ma'am. I see your head. Come on. Yeah, my man. Come on. Yeah, my man. Thank you so much for listening to the Flourishing Church Podcast. If you liked this episode, please make sure to share with your family members and friends. If you have any prayer requests, please submit them on our app and website so we can be praying with you and for you. For more information on Flourishing Church, please visit flourishing.church. Tune in next week for another amazing podcast episode. We hope you all have a blessed week.